to episode 424 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Nancy. And this is the only podcast that says... The humans have besmirched, besmirched everything bestowed upon them. They were given paradise. They threw it away. They were given this planet. They destroyed it. They were favored best amongst all of his endeavors. And some of them don't even believe he exists. And in spite of it all, he's shown them infinite fucking patience at every turn. What about us? I asked you once to lay down the sword because I felt sorry for them. What was the result? Our expulsion from paradise. Where was his infinite fucking patience then? It's not right. It's not fair. We've paid our debt. Don't you think it's time? Don't you think it's time we went home? And to do that, I think we would have to dispatch or would-be dispatchers. Wow. Yeah. It was lengthy. It was a little lengthy. What was that? That's uh, from Dogma. Oh, there we go. That's why I have no clue. I thought you, you've seen Dogma. Yeah, briefly. It's not my cup of tea. Not your cup of tea? You know it's, it's not. Because it's religious stuff. I mean, I, I mean, this was you were still into Kevin Smith when this came out. Yes. But I mean, is it just like because it's the, it's yes. the religious stuff and in, in involved with it? Yes. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> well, now it's because I just don't like Kevin Smith. Yeah, I understand that, but I shouldn't say I don't like Kevin Smith. I should say that his he has went down the ladder to me. But like, you still like Clerks? Oh yeah, I'll watch that movie anytime. It's like anything after Clerks too. You seem to kind of poo-poo on. Like, yeah. well, no, no. You, you liked Red State. Yes, yes, I did. Like Red State was the last movie. Ending was a little weird, but I did like Red State. Yeah, but like Red State was like the last movie of his that you watched that you were like, I still like Kevin Smith. Yeah. And then like it was after Red State that you were just like, fuck Kevin Smith. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, that's fine. I don't have a Kevin Smith in me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just this. It, I get it. You know, you you think personally he changed after that, and because yes. I mean, we would watch those Kevin Smith. An evening with, and like you thought that I shit know, was hilarious. I used to like, love you... watching him do those uh, Q and A's. Yeah. Um, like how one question would last for the whole two hours. But like, I mean, his stories were great because I mean he has um, been around a lot of famous people, so he like, has even like, like some insight on them. Like, even like Cop Out, like you, we went to go see Cop Out together. I don't mind Cop Out. I actually like Cop Out. It's a bad movie. <laughs> Yeah, but I like it. There's like yeah. parts of it, kind of like um, when they make fun of the the guy robbing a house for shit and taking yeah. shit in the house. These are all yeah, yeah. But and, the, the stuff that works in that movie is Tracy Morgan. Yes, I was gonna say, and it's mostly Tracy Morgan and his interaction with his wife and the issues yeah. they're having. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the whole that whole thing about you know I I can't even shit in somebody else's house. Yeah. Let alone <laughs> under this kind of stress. 
Like, yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tracy more like just Bruce Willis kind of like looking at him. Like, I know, I know. And that's another thing that makes it great is that Bruce Willis component. You know, but then you find that after, like, what a gigantic douchebag Bruce Willis I know, is. That's so sad. I really liked him. I was like, I don't. And that's the thing, though. Even though I find out what a douchebag he is, I'll still watch his shit. Yeah, so will I. So isn't that weird? Yeah, like, I mean, I know what a giant douche he is, but yet I still go see Bruce Willis movies. But I can honestly say Bruce Willis has probably been a douche always. Right. Kevin Smith just, you know, recently became a douche the last few years. Or decades or whatever. In your mind? No, and for real. Dude's a douche. Okay. I mean, that's, that's your. I mean, you choose to think that. I mean, I don't. I don't think he's a douche. Okay. I think he's changed over the years, but I still think, like, you know, he's he's humble. Like, you know, he. No, I don't think he is anymore. I think he used to be. I think, uh,. Fame and money just destroyed that man. Wow. But I mean, wouldn't it do most people? Yeah, but I mean, it took a long time for that to, like, for, it took a long, it took 20 years for it to culminate in your mind. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. No, no, you, you don't owe me an apology. I don't care. It's just, it's one of those oddball things where it's like, like, I, I'll admit the guy has changed from the guy from, like, 1994. Yeah. But I also don't think he's changed as much as, like, you do. Like, you, you think he's, like, you know. I just haven't really read anything good about him lately. It's all been, like, putting him in a negative light. Now, I know you don't. What was that my dad used to tell me? Only believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I know, like, 90% of these stories are bullshit, but there's still got to be some truth or some direct, like, information about them. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel that he is probably the most transparent celebrity there is out there. I think probably more than anybody else, he, he puts more of his life in like for public consumption without doing a reality show. Right. You know, like I mean, he he's very transparent with like his, the the podcast that he does like about his home life. Um I mean, now he's doing uh, a podcast about being a vegan with his daughter. You know, and he changed to veganism after his heart attack. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, look at you. you, you this look on your face is just like <laughs> if Jared Leto did if, if Jared Leto did a podcast about veganism, you'd be like, "Really? Where can I get that? Where can I download that?" But Kevin Smith but does one. Jared Leto's been a vegan practically his whole entire right. life. He didn't right. just jump on it because his daughter's doing it. Well, he jumped on it because he wanted to lose weight. He jumped on it because they kicked him off a fucking airplane. Let's be honest. But he jumped on it because he he had a heart attack. Okay, whatever. Okay, good for the man. Whatever. Right, but you like it's just you you there's a look on your face was like of just like total like you know, yeah, what a loser, but yet if Jared Leto did the same thing. I mean, you just talked about like you showing up at the UFC fight. You're like, "Yeah, you know, I didn't mind the look, but like, you know, 
Like, the rest of the world's like, yeah, they're all you, show, the you showed up at a UFC fight, you know, looking like you were going to a Pride Day parade. But I don't, I don't get, what does it fucking matter what the man's shirt looks like at a UFC fight? Like, they blew this thing out of, like, it blew up. Me. And I was like, what the fuck does it matter? And he posted online a picture with him in the winter. Right. I, I think it's just, it's one of those things... You're gonna want to smack me for saying this, but I I think Jerry is a little feminine. Of course he is. He's a face of Gucci. You have right. to be feminine to do Gucci. And, I mean, look at the clothes he's wearing on that. And you know, UFC is like the epitome of testosterone. Right. You know so. Like even what, was it the ascot that got you? It was the ascot, wasn't it? <laughs> it was the ascot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, you know. that's what's making you be like, yeah. The ascot was, the, was, it a, was the ascot. that was the, the ascot was a bridge too far. Oh please! It was a scarf around his neck. It looked goofy. It looked like Jared Leto to me. He looks a little thin these days, but yeah. it looks like Jared Leto to me. You looked at the skeleton of Jared Leto showed up for a UFC fight. It's disturbing. I'm, I fear for his health. Yeah, I was just like, dude, ham sandwich. <laughs> With mayo. Yeah. It's up. So. Yeah. Well, onward. Onward. You can explain why your non-confrontational other co-host that's yeah. in here. Yeah, the the co-host that loves dogma. Um, Ian had apparently oral surgery on Thursday. Uh, he had what? What do you say? Two wisdom teeth and two molars, I think. I can feel his pain. Let me look up this. The text message he sent me. Yeah. Uh, you got four teeth pulled. Uh, yeah, two wisdom teeth and two molars on Thursday. Mm. I thought I'd be okay, but I am still pretty swollen. No, that doesn't go away overnight. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, so. He'll be back next week. And we can hear all about the horrors of yeah. oral, oral surgery. Yeah. I can tell you about the horrors of oral surgery right yeah. now. I wanted that wisdom tooth out of my so bad I didn't even care about the pain the pain that was after it was pulled was like walking on sunshine and clouds you yeah. know? because the pain that it causes is worse yeah and I still got two more in there yeah yeah fucker wouldn't take them out from me all at once <laughs> so yeah it's not fun to have uh, your teeth yanked at you won't even hear this show, but you know we wish him well anyway. Yeah. Um. But next this Saturday come up, he should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, well, we watched Tomorrow War. Yes, we did. Yeah. Technically, I watched it one and a half times, but yeah. yeah. Um. So, what what did you think of this Chris Pratt opus? I can honestly say I enjoyed it. Opus, huh? It's a, you know, just go with it. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. 
I can honestly say that I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It it was uh. It was interesting. The time travel part of it was very interesting. Yeah, I like how they set up the rules for time travel. Yeah. Um. I. I like how they only had them there for seven days and you're done. Yeah. And that's it. Unless you were the crazy fool that went back three more times. Right. Um. <coughs> I just I think he did a really good job. It was a hokey ending, but. You know, I mean, it's a time travel movie. Right. <laughs> Fighting whatever. Yeah, it's going to be hokey. Yeah, I mean, I like how they set up the time travel rules. I liked, um... I, I thought it was just... This oddball thing of like, okay, well, it's his daughter that's in charge. Yeah, the whole going back and finding out why and how. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then the daughter being incorporated into that made that dynamic a little bit... Right. Like... Stressful. Like, but I like the stuff like, well, the people who came back in time, they haven't been born yet, so they can't yeah. cause a paradox. Yes. And they're sending people like what us forward, forward in time because we're not alive. Yep. Like, it was like... That was an interesting, like, yes. little... Like, those like, little yeah, things like, like that. Did you notice everybody here that's in charge is younger than us? And I was yeah. like... Where's he going with this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting indeed. I guess they watch Back to the Future. Because they can't have <laughs> yeah. that. What did he use to call... It was a, 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 if he would see his himself, his future self, he would cause a... A paradox. I, I don't think he used the word paradox. I, I, I keep talking. I'll look it okay. up. Because I don't think he did. But, um... Like I mean, I, I thought overall it was a, I mean, it wasn't a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. No, but I mean, I was entertained for two hours, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and Chris Pratt is a fun watch. Yeah, and you know, J.K. Simmons like looked like he just got out of prison. I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> Mr. Buff was back on Oz for a while. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> he looked that, like he looked like when he was in Oz. Dude Actually, was, better. Dude was. Jack. Yeah, it was, he was more Jack than when he was played on Oz. Yeah, I was like, holy hell. When he was in prison. Yeah. In case anybody doesn't know what Oz is. I, what the hell has this guy been doing? I know. I'm like, I need his trainer. No, I don't, because it looks I, like he no. works way too fucking hard. Right, but could you imagine doing half of that regimen? And like, J.K. Simmons is like, well, he's probably 60-something. Yeah, I'll look that up next. <laughs> I was just like, holy hell. But I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I, I read somewhere where they're like, you know, Amazon was like saying that they may be doing like a, like a, a sequel to this. I'm like, I'm not quite sure how you pull off a sequel. Yeah, because they resolved the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what I, is it like one egg they left behind? Like alien? Like, yeah. You know, that's the only way they'd be able to do that. Yeah, I, I don't see how you could do that. He, J.K. Simmons was born in 1955. So. He wouldn't be 70 yet. 55 to 2005. We put him at 50. Mm-hmm. 2015 had been 60. So he's like six, 66. 
I'd have to, I, yeah, I'd you said he's sixty-six based math. upon my math. So, still. Talk, the results of which could cause a chain reaction that would unravel the very fabric of the space-time continuum and destroy the entire universe. Worst case scenario. Right. Yeah, he does say paradox. Right. Motherfucker, you were right. You know I hate when that happens. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I remember the space-time continuum right. part. Yeah. So overall, I, I gave it a thumbs up. I, you know, if you want to give it a star rating, I'd probably give it a th- three out of five. Yeah, it's a fun watch, but I wouldn't let little ones because of the um, whatever those creatures were. Yeah. Some of them were a little like yeah, grotesque, like the guy that like chainsawed the one. Yeah. That was fucking creepy as all hell. That <laughs> <I> was. <laughs> Do you remember Sharknado? Oh yeah. When he chainsawed the shark in midair, you were like. What the fuck am I watching? Got a doom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like yes. that old video game. Like yes. that's where like the the chainsaw yes. gun came into vogue. But like, yeah, I mean, like yeah. the shark the Sharknado one was just like ridiculous because it was like you know he had that giant chainsaw yeah. he just kind of cut it in half in yeah. midair and like yeah and didn't he like jump into one and chainsaw his way yeah. out or some shit yeah or some shit something. like that yeah. yeah yeah the imagination people have yeah. I don't have that kind of... My imagination is that stupid, and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but, is um, it real? I know that's not real. So there was that, and, uh, you know, Loki. Um, old Loki pokey. I am, I am enjoying Loki for the most part. I just think it's a little slow. Like, I didn't need a whole nother episode of them stuck on another fucking planet where they're... I'm like, come on. Like, it was very slow in getting to the point sometimes. But they did it good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed this last episode because I got to see an old man Loki in, like... Yeah. In, like, the the 70s comic book version. Yeah costume yeah. which you know i never thought i'd see yeah that was like total 70s yeah like it, it was that, pjs that was like steve <laughs> ditko designed loki from back in the day and I, I, that was just pure um i i just i kind of i dug the episode because it well you're right like it was like you know we're stuck on you know it didn't it progress the story per se it still kind of did. Yeah, but I mean, here, here's my problem. Out of any of those, you had a few things trickled in here and there, but it was like, where's Loki? Like, it's like they stripped it. When they put that collar on him, they stripped him of all Loki-ness. No. And you're like, where is my God of Mission? Yeah. Oh. What, is, what is he? Like, okay. Like, other than... Like other little things here with with Thor, like where like he would like trick Thor into something. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you got the God of Mischief during that whole when he was stuck in the time cell and Sif kept kept, kept kicking him in the nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know he cut her hair. Ha 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 ha. That, yeah. That's Loki being mis- mischievous. Right. You know, uh, like other than little shit like that, like in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's not his deal. 
It's literally in his title. It's in his title, but how often does he do it in the movies? <laughs> He's always fucking with somebody in the movies. He's fucking with Thor. That's somebody. I'm right. sorry. Is that not somebody? Yes. Like he, he, he's using like illusion to fuck over Thor sometimes. He likes to fuck with the Hulk too. Yeah. And just people in general. You got to admit there really was it. It was like it was a uh, a uh, uh, a non magical Thor or Loki, like well, non god Loki. I disagree. Like, I. I he was dull. I disagree. I, Hiddleston's never dull. He had his moments, but I can't say it was like the whole entire time. And that's yeah. what I expected, because it's fucking Loki. I've gotten a very strange, quirky show. Not nearly the level of WandaVision, uh, as, as far as odd and quirkiness, but... It, this has been an enjoyable ride that I, I've thoroughly enjoyed. I didn't say I wasn't enjoying it. I'm just, I want my Loki back. <laughs> I'm just intrigued to see how this ends and the multiverse is created. Yes. I'm very curious to that as well. Uh, when do we get to find that out? Next week. Oh. This, this week? This week coming up. Yeah, this Wednesday. It's the last one? Yeah. Interesting. Like, who created the TVA? Why yeah. is there the sacred timeline? How does that get destroyed so that the multiverse is created so you get the Doctor Strange and apparently rumored with Spider-Man? Oh, okay. Because, I mean, the rumors of Spider-Man are just, like, there's rumors that... Is that September? Spider-Man's December, I think. But there's rumors that, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in it. Yes. You know, there's... there's all, all sorts like of the rumors. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they're doing this, a live-action version of the Spider-Verse right. because the multiverse will have exploded. I'll take it. Well, so why? I'm intrigued to see how this all plays out, if it's true. I mean, more importantly, and listeners of the show will know, you know, Charlie Cox is coming back as um, Daredevil. Who's Charlie Cox? He's the guy who played Daredevil in the Netflix TV show. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know you liked him. Yeah, a lot. So I'm hoping this leads to something where that character and that actor can play that character again. Okay. Because Daredevil is one of my favorite. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't... I'm not big with Daredevil and, uh... Electra? What's her name? Electra, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't a fan. Okay. Now, if maybe they had somebody different playing the two of them when I first saw them, I might have thought differently, but they made me not like them. Well, we all know your hatred for Affleck. Mm. And Jennifer Gardner. She's just wishy-washy. And most women in general. That is not true. Why do you people keep unless, saying that? Unless it's Michelle Rodriguez. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started with or, her. Or now Gal Gadot. <laughs> no, not too big. Of, why her? She plays Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, she's like, fine. Like, but she's no, uh, she's no Michelle Rodriguez. Get the fuck out of here, okay. man. That's that's a snack. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I do enjoy. It. I, I that's the, one of the reasons I want to see F nine. Right. 
Because she looks pretty fucking badass. As always. Yeah. Don't be dissing on my one. Okay, I'm not. Hmm. I wish I could make those cat noises that women can make. That. Mm. <laughs> Roll your tongue. Yeah, I like can't do that. Cat. Yeah, I can't do it. Neither can I. I don't even know how they do it. Yeah, no. I can't speak Spanish because of it. Oh. I never tried to speak Spanish. So, well, except for when I was in Mexico. Yeah, there, know, there, there, two there, words there, there, we needed to get around. Right. You know? there, there are words where you actually have to roll your tongue like you roll your R. And I, I could never do it. Well, I never took any languages. Yeah. Because I, I didn't have to. Yeah, I failed Spanish twice because I couldn't roll my R. Uh, amongst other reasons. Well, why didn't you reasons. take something else like French? Well, here, here's the problem. So, <clears throat> French. somehow, so, somewhat godly way. I took Spanish 1, and I got an A the first semester, a C the second semester, a D in the third semester, and an F in the fourth semester. Wow. And I got a B on the final. And somehow, they passed me because of that. Excuse me, so is now this I'm one in... of those football wink-wink moments? No, the wink-wink moment comes after I fail Spanish 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, I interrupted the story. Yeah. In Spanish 2, it was like, clearly I was, like, by the end of it, was, like, the teacher was just like, you have no clue what you're doing, dude. I'm like, <laughs> no. How I got, how you put me in Spanish 2, yeah. I don't know. Time to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> You know, everybody else is watching Menudo movies and understanding the plot. And I'm like, can they speak English? Watching what movies? Menudo. Oh, like, like he had like he Menudo. had like that was what we, like part of our assignments would be like watching these Menudo movies and trying to explain the plot. Yeah. And I'm like, I got no fucking clue. <laughs> I, I I saw Menudo. I saw some some hot Spanish young girls oh and um, I, there was I think an evil teacher was it? Uh, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. I don't know. But she was trying to keep them away from Menudo because you know I imagine virginity would be lost. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know. And you know. That's quite the speculation. Yeah oh it was great. It was, it was, I mean for a child of your age back then. It was, it was literally like watching a Godzilla movie in original Japanese with Korean subtitles. Oh shit! Yeah, like I have no clue, but like, thank goodness, like you know, Godzilla was fighting somebody. I could, okay, I'm rooting for Godzilla, you know. So is that how you got into reading movies instead of watching them? That's from anime. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, also, I like, thought maybe I discovered something. That no, no, like, like, well, like. I watch anime, and like, you know, I preferred, at the time, because I was a snob, I preferred having them subtitled and not dubbed. Wait, you were a snob? Yeah. At what age is, were we a snob? Like, from like 14 to like 28. Wow. Yeah. Um, but then I got lazy. But also... Like, I liked watching Akira Kurosawa movies. Wait, you got too lazy to continue being a, slaw, a, sno- a snob. A snob. A snob. Yeah. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But I also liked watching Akira Kurosawa movies. I don't know what those are. Well, like, okay, like Akira Kurosawa directed, wrote and directed um, The Seven Samurai. Oh, okay. Which, you know. Gotcha. Was yeah, later they, adapted into a it, Western yeah, yeah. We starring Yul Brenner. You shut the hell up. Yeah. You just couldn't let it go. Oh, I'm just to go there. You know. Uh, Don't be dissing on my magnificent seven. I'm not dissing. It's a fantastic movie. It's yes. it's a great adaptation of the Seven Samurai. <laughs> so is Battle Beyond the Planets. Mm, this is a great movie. Come on. But so but it's one of those things where it's like like there were other movies that, like I would watch of his like and it was like well the only version you could watch was subtitled. Oh. Because he didn't dub those movies. Right, yeah. So it's like, well, okay. So you just kind of learned how to do that. How to watch a subtitled, yeah. you know. So, I would just not watch it. Right. That's fine. But I, I had appreciation for the art. Well, if I want to read, I'll grab a book. Right. Or my Kindle. So. Now I do it because I can't hear over the air conditioner. I can't turn up the, the volume to like... 90. What air conditioner? Like in my bedroom. Oh. I say that one in the living room doesn't bother me when I'm watching TV, so yeah, okay. Because I got the fan next to me over there in, yes. in the living room, and then yeah. you get the air conditioner. Like, it's just like all this like ambient noise. And yeah, well, you have to have that fan right next to you. I don't know why. It doesn't have to be. It just it is. But it's like just one of those deals where like, so I got there's so much ambient noise now that I can't hear what's going on. And so I got the TV turned up, and you're like, can you turn it down? Okay. Just turn on closed captioning and I'll just read along. I haven't asked you to do that in a show. No, it's still. It'll come up. <laughs> I'm sure in the future it will. But like upstairs in my bedroom I do it. I have the cap closed captioning turned on because... It ain't that bad when I'm in my room and I have the air conditioner on. Right. But I, I still am like, you know, I don't want to disturb you. And plus like the shows I'm watching... Should like the bedroom at the end of the hall. There's no closet. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Plus, who wants a bedroom right next to the bathroom? I don't think it would bother me. It would have bothered me. Yeah. The lack of a closet is what kept me from taking that room. Hmm. So. I, got, I hear you. Yeah. Where am I going with all you were asking weird questions? So let's just move on. Okay. Okay. So it's uh speaking of the Magnificent Seven. You were just talking about closed captioning, that's all. Yeah, okay. Well So friend of the show, Zach Schneider, who's been very busy as of late. What does that look for? You say he's a friend of your show. He is friend of the show. How so? What what did I miss? Don't worry about it. He's a friend of the show. <laughs> okay. This is an imaginary friend. Okay. Well, he's not imaginary. He really exists. Well, I know Zach Schneider exists. Yeah. He's, he's a friend of the show. Okay. I believe you. Go ahead. Wait, the show. <laughs> Just like Daniel Day-Lewis is a friend of the show. Okay. And Daniel Day-Lewis is actually written in. <laughs> Would you continue, please? So Zach Schneider has been very busy this year. You know, he gave us the his four hour epic version of the Justice League. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. You know, um, Army of the Dead. 
right. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, he wanted to do a Star Wars-inspired version of Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Oh. So, he went and he wrote that. And uh, apparently, Lucasfilm was like... Um, yeah, we don't want to get in the Zack Snyder business. Why not? Well, I'm sure they have their reasons. I'm sure there are many out there that will say, well, because he's a shitty director. I, I say you're wrong. Yeah, seriously wrong. But, I mean, for the most part, I think it just, it was like one of those things where, like, Lucasfilm just doesn't want to do business with him. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so he's taken that idea... And he's reworked it so that it can be his own property called Rebel Moon. Oh. Yeah. I like that. With a, a wink with, you know, Rebel Moon. Okay. You know. Um, <laughs> I get it. And he has sold the project to Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Um, the Hollywood wow. Reporter report, reports that Rebel Moon will, will re-team Zack Schneider with Shea Hatton and Kurt Johnston who co-wrote the strips for Army of the Dead and 300, respectively. He and his wife and regular collaborator Deborah Schneider will produce. The Hollywood Reporter describes the story as follows. The story is set in motion when a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy is threatened by armies of a tyrannical regent named Bolisarius... Bolarari... I I don't know. I'm sure I'll get that pronunciation right when I see the first trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, desperate people dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them make a stand. Boy, does that sound familiar. Yeah. <laughs> um, Army of the Dead echoed numerous beats from James Cameron's a- aliens with Vegas and zombies switched out for the planet LV-426 and it's a sick xenomorph. Even if Rebel Moon doesn't feature Jedi defending a village in space, it's not hard to see how Schneider and his team could repurpose the Star Wars idea. Uh, we may not see anyone wielding lightsabers, but the influence is still there. Um, he, Zack Schneider said, This is me growing up as an Akira Kurosawa fan and a Star Wars fan. It's my love of sci-fi and giant adventure. My hope is this becomes a massive IP and a universe can be built out of it. Can I see the front of that story again? The very first thing you read? Yeah, there. Okay, go ahead. With that right there. I'm listening to you. Okay. So, from the sound of it, with your ooh, it's something that just kind of excites you. Uh, It does. Because you, much like me, you're 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 actually for the most part a diehard Zack Snyder fan. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I've uh, seen anything he's done that I don't like. But you've never seen Sucker Punch. No, but that's not because of Zack Snyder. Right. It's because I just never watched it yet. Yeah. I just haven't got around to watching it. Yeah, we, we need to, we need to fix that someday. Yep. But um. But yeah, overall. Like you, you know what? Because you you like the the Day of the Dead remake yes. that he did. Yes. You know, Watchmen is your all time favorite movie. Yep. 
Right there puts them, you know. Man of Steel, you actually liked. I did like that. And, uh... I liked the new Batman, Justice... Oh, Batman sorry. v Superman you were okay with. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the four-hour Justice League, you were... Oh, yeah. I might actually watch that one again. Yeah, I've been mean, I, I, I've been like, I need to set aside some time. Yeah, but it's like, it's four hours. Yeah. But... And here's the thing. I know when we were watching it, we were like, that didn't seem like four hours, but I'm sure now we'll be like, man, this is really four hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, Holy shit. You know, the action keeps it going pretty quick, so I, I don't think I'll have a problem watching it again. I mean, I've been wanting to. Yeah. I just don't want to commit to a four-hour sit-down. I mean, the fact that you don't see Batman for two hours yeah. is shocking. Like, yeah. I mean, you see Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But no Batman. Yeah, you know he doesn't put the cow on until like the two hour mark, and you're like, holy no. shit. Yeah, yeah, that, it was. He did just such a fantastic job. But I mean, Watchmen. Yeah. I can't say enough. <laughs> right there. Right. Yeah. So hearing actually wanting to do a Star Wars inspired movie. It piques my interest. Yeah. Well, he's only going to go one of two E's. He's either going to succeed or fail. Right. Yeah, so. I'm leaning towards succession. Success. 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 What did I say? You said succession. Where the hell did that word come from? Which means to, to <laughs> I lead. know what succession means. Yeah. That's why I don't know where it came from. I'm not quite sure either. <laughs> I'm like, where were you going? <laughs> it just came out of my mouth. Zach Snyder's going to leave the union? Yeah. Create his I, own? Yeah. Yeah. I am not suggesting any of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where that... I meant success, so right. I apologize. <laughs> but it, here's one of the situations, and I never thought of this at all, but like, the thought of Zack Snyder doing a Star Wars movie now has me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, he tried to do his... He tried to, you know, he did this whole thing, he's going to do it on his own with Rebel Moon, but, like... Like a Zack Schneider just balls to the wall action movie set in the Star Wars universe would be phenomenal. Yeah. I agree. Like his use of like slow motion during a dog fight yeah. would be like, you know, oh shit. You know. Hmm. Yeah, he does have really good slow motion skills. Yeah. I mean, some will say he overuses it, much like J.J. Abrams overuses lens flare. What's lens flare? Like when, like, the camera is looking at something and there's a light, like, that, like, creates, like, a flare effect. Oh, okay. Like, if you watch the first Star Trek movie, there is way too much lens flare. When like did he, you notice this? In the theater? Yeah, in the theater. I'm thinking to myself, Excuse like, me. I know J.J. uses lens flare, but, man, this is way too much. And, like, even when he directed Star Wars, like, with The Force Awakens, I thought, well, there's no way he's going to get lens flare in here. And he did. <laughs> that would be, like, John Woo not giving, getting the dove effect. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, I get, like... John Woo directing a Star Wars movie would still find a way to have yeah. doves flying yeah. from behind somebody's trench coat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. With the flaps flying in the wind. Yeah. That talk about slow motion. There you yeah. go. John Woo. Oh. 
could, dude's like the king of slow could, could you imagine a John Woo Star Wars movie? <laughs> I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> you would see, like, the ships would be fighting, and there'd be, like, that slow-mo motion, slow motion as they're passing the screen. And then, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that moment, like, somebody would have, like, two blasters just, like, <laughs> yeah. flying through the air as doves come up from behind them. <laughs> And the wind in their hair, you know. Wait, wait. And it probably would be the first time you would see a ship launch itself off another ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of space. Like, just woo, just going crazy. <laughs> yeah. With, like, I'm going to John woo this shit up. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would. And that's not, like, that's not, like, being negative about him because I, you know, I do enjoy a good John Woo film, but um, Star Wars now. But it's but it's like that thing of like, okay, like I go back to like Mission Impossible Two. I've actually seen that one. Yes, I know you have, <laughs> and it's like if I didn't even tell you that that was a John Woo movie. Oh, you'd probably be able to tell. Yeah, you watching it, you're just yeah. like, oh yeah, it's a John Woo movie. Yeah. John Woo directed this, right? Yeah, the epitome of a John Woo movie is Face Off. Oh yeah, that right there is scream from beginning to end. It's everything like, about that movie. Everything is is, is Woo. Is Woo, yeah. And it, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's what's so great about him. What has he done lately? I don't think he's done anything lately. Really? I think he went back to Hong Kong. Okay. Well, we miss you, Mr. Wu. <laughs> well, I think it, it, he reached a point here in the U.S. where he became, like, a cliche. Like, we don't have a million of them? Right. I mean, it, and, you know, let's <laughs> it, it, start with Michael Bay. You know? Yeah. Oh, God. Unless something's blowing up in a yeah. scene. It's not really a Michael Bay no, movie. No. You know. And that's a blow up in every single scene. Yeah. <laughs> His movies were just... Yeah, yeah. what's Michael Bay known for? Explosions yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like during a conversation, something has to be blowing up yeah. somewhere. So like background, foreground, yeah. the phone. Yeah, I get on that. TV. But, but I, I think it was just like that. Like I, I think he, he kind of like hit a point like in Hollywood where it was like they don't want me to be me, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna pick up my ball and go home. Well, he probably made his fortune off the good ones and probably still continues. So yeah. Tip your hat to him. Good for you, Mr. Wu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Broken Arrow, Face Off. <laughs> Broken Arrow. I always forget about Broken Arrow. <laughs> yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. And just like Jet Li. I mean, Jet Li, like, he made a few movies here in Hollywood and then he was kind of like, yeah. Fuck his shit. I'm going to go back, bro. Yeah. Let me do what the fuck I want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm the king over there. Yeah. <laughs> for a few dollars more? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, good for him, too. I, I saw a picture of him um, not so long ago. Not aging gracefully. No, he, I, I, for what I'm saying, he's got some health issues. Poor guy. Yeah. I really liked him. One is one of my oh, favorite yeah. all-time movies, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good one from beginning to end, too. Like, you were like, what? <laughs> you yeah. know, I love those movies. And he's so fantastic. Yeah. He's so fucking quick. Yeah. How is a human that goddamn quick? Well, it, like, it begs And the, that's all him. Like, I go back to, like, 
his first appearance in an American movie, the first time I saw Jet Li, what was in uh, Lethal Weapon 4. Yes. Yes. And he's fighting Mel Gibson. Yes. And I'm like sitting there going. On that, on that concrete thing by yeah. water. Yes. And I'm like, how is Mel Gibson still standing? Yeah. How like, did Mel Gibson win that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, every other fight that that character's gotten into in, the, in these movies, I'm like, okay, I can see how he, how he pulled that off. This one, I'm like, he would have gotten his ass handed yeah. to him. And, and, and Jet Li probably got that script and was reading it. It was probably like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah. you want me to lose to this? <laughs> Come <know>? on. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing that's why he was taking more roles on like one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he's so goddamn quick. Like Jackie Chan's quick. Yeah. And, you know, Bruce Lee was quick, but this man is just fire man he's quick just his hand movements alone yeah jackie chan was quick but he always had those like funny ways about him right where like, jet he, lee is like i'm kicking your ass yeah that's like, i mean that's my agenda yeah like i'm I mean, not here to amuse you i'm here to hurt you hey, jackie chan excelled like shit like the drunken master yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah which don't get me wrong it's like great Jackie great it's yeah. great stuff yeah yeah i mean and you look at this stuff he did in america like with chris tucker and yeah. with owen wilson the, yeah. the cowboy movies yeah. like i get that i mean it, not my I, I should say i i enjoyed those movies yeah but it still it was like well first off, it was like old man jackie chan you know yeah. but still like you know well, that's why when you get these guys that know these yeah. professions, it's kind of like um, like Frank Grillo. He was the perfect man to be on Kingdom running that gym because he did that in real life. That okay. was his life. Okay. For, for those who don't know, that's going to be 99% of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't King- sell that show short. I'm not going to. But <laughs> Kingdom was a show. What was it on Amazon? No. No, it was on, like, DirecTV or some okay. stupid shit like that. I can't remember. But it, it was a show about UFC fighters or, or mixed martial arts fighters in a in a particular gym slash dojo that was run by Frank Grillo's character. Grillo. It's not Gr- Gorillo. It's Grillo. Grillo. Excuse me. <laughs> He's not a gorilla. So anyway, but it was like this, this, so like, cause most people, like you say that, like, like most people are going to like well, know that show. Most people are probably like, who the hell is Frank Grillo? Yeah. Crossbones. Crossbones. Or if you want the Purge movies, the se- the second Purge movie. Right. Oh, and the third. Right. Yeah. I understand that. But like mo- most people who listen to this podcast and I say he played Crossbones, they're like, yeah. oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know him. Well, I was just throwing the purge in there just in case anybody is a fan like me. I'm sure there are a few, but, you know. All right, so anyways. Where are we going with all this? I was saying it was good that they picked Jet Li for that because he right. knew that. And I was saying, just like Frank Griller when they put him in, it gigged him. Right. Now throwing Nick Jonas and that other guy in there was just, oh, that's cool too, as his sons, you know. Yeah. They didn't know it like he did. Like he won... Right. Trophies and a war. I mean, he was very big over there. Right. So. So, yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Let's move on to some sad news. No. I don't like sadness. Well, I mean, it's sad in, in, a, in a way that 
you know, in a certain way. But mm-hmm. directing great Richard Donner has passed I away. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I knew it. He was 91, so it's not sad, sad, but still it's... Well, it's those things like your idols are starting to right. leave this world. But, <laughs> like, I mean, Richard Donner, for those who do not know... Shame on you. He, he directed the first Omen movie. That's like where he like got his big breakthrough. That was his first mate like motion picture. Aye. Um then he he directed Superman the Motion Picture. Right. Um You know, he directed Superman two in a way. I, was say, I didn't remember you telling me that one. Well, there, 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 there was some controversy. Like he got fired in the middle of that and they hired another director. But a lot of his stuff got used. And many, many years later, they actually released the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2. Kind of like they did with Jack Schneider. Yeah. It didn't add a ton, but there were some interesting things. Like, in, in Superman 2, everything that you see that was uh, that, that has um, Gene Hackman in it... Yes. ...was directed by Richard Donner. <coughs> okay. Gene Hackman was so pissed off that they fired Richard Donner, he refused to come back. Really? Yeah. So, um, anything with Gene Hackman was directed by Richard Donner. Um, I don't have nothing negative to say about that because I like Gene Hackman. Yeah. Also, um, so sorry. <laughs> when Donner directed the movie, he was using um, Marlon Brando still. Like, there's a scene where Superman like revokes his power. Mm-hmm. And he, the conversation he has in the Donner version with Marlon Brando, in the in the, uh, the the theatrical release, it was with his mother, Laura. Okay. I can't remember the actress's name who played her. Okay. Which is like vastly different. And then there were a few other little things here and there that like changed. But he directed Superman too. He directed the Goonies. Um, he directed the Lethal Weapon movies. All four of them. Uh, so he was a guy who uh, had a major effect in the 70s and 80s on, on film. Like, you know, he, he, he's, his name is associated with some of the biggest movies right. that come out of that, those two decades. Good. Yeah. and um, He definitely leaves a legacy behind. Absolutely. And it's like one of those things where it's like, like a few months ago, like he was talking about, coming back and doing a Lethal Weapon 5. Oh, we don't need that. Well, that's what I said at the time. Like, I, <laughs> like, we don't need this shit. Uh, I do not need a 5. Well, yeah. I mean, especially because, I mean, and, and here's the problem. 4 was enough. Um, then they tried to do the TV show, which, you know, fell face first, plant, you know, face plant. So, at this age, if they're using the same characters from the movies, I'll pass. Yeah, he was talking about bringing back yeah, no. Yeah, he was talking about bringing the, the, the original you're crew like back. Jumping on the bandwagon with everybody else, setting everything thirty years into the future. I don't need a Lethal Weapon five. Yeah, but that's what he was talking about doing that. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, no one wants to <laughs> yeah, see no. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover try to, you know, especially if one of them is stuck on a toilet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, no. I've actually don't care for anything Mel Gibson has done in, in like the past twenty years. Wow. Like, I'm, I was never a huge fan of his to begin with. Road Warrior is about 
as Mel Gibson as I can get. Well, except for signs, but that's because of Joaquin Phoenix. That's interesting, because I... I mean, other than Lethal Weapon. Right. Because I did enjoy Lethal Weapon movies. So if we look at his... Maybe, old, maybe it's the last 10 years. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably give you the last 10 years because, like, I mean, ever since, like, you know, he, uh, you know, started calling, you know, lady cops sugar tits and, uh, you know... I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> what? No, oh. I, don't, I don't need to know. Never mind. Yeah. I don't want to know. Uh, let's see. The last... I mean, Science is probably the last really good... Mel Gibson movie, and that was 2002. Okay, so since then. Like, since then. Because I did like that movie where his son was kidnapped. That was before Signs, right? Yeah. I did like that one. Yeah, he, like, so, like, Signs, We Were Soldiers, What Women Want. Nope. The Patriot. Nope. The Patriot was really good. Don't like it. Um... Payback. Nope. Lethal Weapon 4. Conspiracy Theory. I haven't even watched it. Ransom. Ransom was the one uh, that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that, okay, one good one slipped through. Braveheart. That's a great movie. It's a good movie, but not because of him. I, part I don't of like his whole okay. Richard Wallace speech or whatever it is with the blue face. That was just... Oh. Like, that's amazing. I know. It's just him. All I could think about is somebody else up on that horse giving that speech. Yeah. Maverick, which I liked a lot. No, didn't like it. Man Without a Face, which is a really good movie. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Forever Young. Oh, is that the one where he's the airplane pilot? Yeah. Okay, that one was yeah. good. Lethal Weapon 3. In the last 10 years then, okay? I, I, I reinstate yeah. that. Hamlet. He's really good in Hamlet. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, like in the last, like... Like, okay, like since... Since Signs, which came out in 2002. You're, you're talking about... The Singing Detective, which I never even fucking heard of. He was... Uncredited in Paparazzi. Um, Edge of Darkness. The Beaver, which was a weird movie where he had a puppet beaver. It was directed by Jodie Foster. Yeah, very weird. Um, Get the Gringo, which is actually a really good movie. He's in it? Yeah, he's in it. Like it's, he's, he's a star of that movie, Get the Gringo. Oh, okay. Um... I mean, he had a cameo in Machete Kills. He played the, the bad guy in Expendables 3. Ah, uh, here's one. Daddy's Home 2. I forgot about that. Yeah. Damn. But it's not because of him. Right. I, I, just, I mean, it's Wahlberg and, not, and Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's in you know, John Cena, but... Yeah. But, you know... Not yeah. him. I get he's in it, but that's not the reason I like that movie. Yeah. Yeah, like he, he's done nothing. Like he, he, uh, Fat Man, which is apparently a Santa Claus, a, a, a psycho Santa Claus movie. Um, 
He's in that movie Boss Level with, uh, what's his name that you just talking about? Frank Grillo. Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Where I started it and I fell asleep. No, I can't no. remember. Yeah. So. So yeah, Mel Gibson. You know, other than the fact that he's like a, apparently like a horrific human being. Oh yeah. Who, who like yeah. you know. Straight up stand up citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you know, gets drunk and calls cops sugar tits. Amongst other things. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, getting back to what we were originally talking about, you know, the, the passing of the great Richard Donner, he will be missed. Yeah. Uh, we will not miss the uh, fifth version, though. No. So. No. Thank goodness that did that. No, actually. And hopefully it went to the grave with him. Yeah. The idea of it. So, finally, one last little tidbit here. Um, Streaming service Peacock, which is currently best known for being the current home of the WWE and all of their pay-per-views and WWE Network and whatnot. Are they the ones that just put out all the Hunger Games movies, or was that Paramount? I think it was Paramount. Was it? Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Wrong one. Yeah. Um... (coughs) No, the Peacock, they just put out the... It's also debuted in theaters, but, uh, you know, Boss Baby 2. Oh, is that where that's at? Yeah. I saw it I saw it on a commercial at my friend's house, and I was like, okay, he has a sister now? Is this baby never going to grow up? Well, apparently the baby grew up and then got turned back into... I'm not quite sure. I've watched, I've watched a trailer for it. I found it very confusing and decided not to watch well, apparently he has a, a female assistant. I'm not quite sure what with him about. now with yeah. this one. I have no idea, and it just seemed very confusing. Yeah. All I know is, is both as a baby and as an adult, he sounds like Alec Baldwin. Yes. Yeah. So. I agree. But. <coughs> yeah. But apparently. Peacock is announcing that Universal Films will be the exclusive streaming home where Peacock will be the exclusive streaming home of all Universal Films. This includes Universal, Focus Features, Illumination, and DreamWorks Animation. Beginning in 2022, at a minimum of four months after release, these movies will then appear on the Peacock. Ending a 16-year relationship with HBO. Okay. Wow. So That's a long time. Yeah. So what this basically means is what like channels like HBO and Showtime have and stars have kind of thrived on in many ways is their ability to sign contracts with these studios and have them, you know, use you know, use their films as content. Mm-hmm. That is changing. With the, the, the launching of streaming services and everybody owning their own streaming service for the most part. Mm-hmm. This is now changing and now HBO will only... They may get to a point where they're only showing Warner Brothers movies. Right. Because HBO is owned by... Or HBO owns Warner Brothers. Right. Or, you know, they're part of the same conglomerate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Universal Studios, you know, they own Peacock. NBC Universal, 
they own Peacock, so it makes sense that they would say, quote unquote, sign a deal. Right. And now we're going to be the exclusive home of all Universal properties. Right. You know, at some point this year, you're probably going to see the same thing with, um, you know, like uh, uh, Paramount. Paramount will say, you know, I think they have a deal with Showtime, and but I think Paramount owns Showtime. I'm, not, you know, I'm not quite sure how all that works. The CBS owns Showtime and Paramount. I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure how that all works. Yeah. But you know, so Showtime may end up going away. Like in all honesty, like you know, as because why would you bother having Showtime if you just if you want people getting your streaming service? Yeah. You know, so I mean, there's a lot of things that you're kind of like juggling here. That is like the era of like the 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 premium channel maybe coming to an end. Well, I mean, for a minute there, they when they changed that stars to Epic and they took everybody's stars off them, but you had Epic or something like that yeah. whole thing changed. You were like, what the hell are they doing? I think that was like the start of the downfall there. Well, I mean, it, it's Epic ain't that great. And it sucks because we used to have stars, which right. is like a couple steps above it. The problem with Epic is if you go down in their channels, they have three or four channels playing the same fucking movie. Right. Right. That that doesn't make sense to me. HBO and Stars, the only two that are playing the same is HD and that SD channel from that HD. Right. That's it. And you took off the good stuff and gave us the bad. So, whatever they're doing with this, let's hope it doesn't go to the negative like that did. Well, I, I think what, what I'm what I'm what I'm referring to though is like there was a time where like premium channels were king. Right. Yeah. Like if you didn't want to see a movie in the theater, you waited a year till it came yeah. on HBO or it came on Showtime. When they only had one channel. Right. Or, or stars. Like, you just, you right. waited for it to show mm-hmm. up on your premium channel because that's what you were paying for. It. Exactly. Um, now, with, with the advent of streaming services, you know, it that has changed. And very slowly, the premium channel is taking a hard hit. Now, like, Warner Brothers is using, like, the name of HBO because it's a known commodity right. for their HBO Max platform right. to try to sell that, mm-hmm. which makes sense because you, you have a known IP right. that people are familiar with and know the value of. Paramount, for whatever reason, you know, CBS, you know, they went with Paramount Plus. They're going with the studio instead of, like, maybe saying, like, you know, this is Showtime Plus. Right. You know, but is I don't know why you would do that. Like, I mean, you know, so it's, but it's the value of the premium channel is being diminished more and more with streaming services mm-hmm. because even, like, even with HBO max, if I want to watch like even like their HBO's original content, guess what? It's on HBO max. Right. Yeah. You know, so why am I paying for HBO when I can pay a little bit more and get HBO max to get a whole lot more stuff? Right. Um, I get, so the question was like, is this like the downfall of the premium channel? Is that good or bad? Hmm. For me, good. Really? How often do I watch them? True. I understand that. 
I think Shallow Howl the other morning was the first time I watched anything on Epics in months. Yeah. And that was only because it was on when I woke up. Yeah. I wasn't even flipping through those channels. Right. Yeah, how we got on there, I don't know, but I was watching it. It was on when I woke up. So, like, you're okay, like, with if, like, Showtime and Stars and all this well, went away. The only reason I like Showtime, we never really had Showtime, but the only thing on worth on Showtime was, to me, was Shameless. That was it. Yeah. Um, and any show that I want to watch, like HBO or whatever, as long as you got HBO Max, you're going to get it. Right. What other premium channels are out there that you can't get the movies somewhere else, like on, um, what's the other one that we watched? The, um, we got Hulu now. Right. You know, we got Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix. I mean, how? Why would you need those channels? Right, I agree. Like, I mean, it's it's interesting, like to see how, like, because one of the things that we, me and Ian, always talk about is how streaming services and this streaming content is affecting theaters. Right. Well, one of the things that you know, I'm just kind of realizing now is it's also affecting the premium channel, which is something that yeah. I grew up on. You know, like well, you, not you, me. But it, it was like one of those things where I was like. You've got HBO. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, or, or I thought that of my friends, yeah. Or like, you know, way back in the day. Can I sleep over and watch the Cinemax yeah. late at night? <laughs> Wait, did you have the box that descrambled it so it wasn't really a clear picture? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you had to slide the button over. Yeah. Like, but like, I mean, I, I had friends who had like Cinemax and like, you know, that was the thing. You'd, yeah. you'd stay up late to yeah. watch uh, well, that's what Cinemax little, After Dark. That's what little boys were doing. That's not oh, what yeah. little girls were doing. <laughs> but I, I mean, don't know, maybe. Yeah. My, I, me and my friends weren't. But it was also like, I, I remember one time, like I'm flipping through the channels. I can't remember. It was like, I had, when I had Dish, it was like, I had like a, a Showtime channel somehow. I can't remember what exactly was going on there, but it was like something odd. And it was like, it was like the West version of it. And I was up early. I was like, it was up at like six in the morning. And I flipped on the TV and that channel just happened to be on. And there's people fucking. It was like, that. Like they were like, it was like after dark, but because I was on the West Coast feed, yeah, yeah. it was like 3, 3 a.m. there. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I should be awake at this time more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm hoping you changed that right away. I did. I immediately went yeah. to Sports Center. <laughs> oh, God. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's like when they did that with the Epic and Stars things with me, I was thinking I was going to be like really sad because we didn't have Stars anymore. But as time wore on, I'm like. What's on stars that I really was worried about not having it, except for a movie here and there that I can get somewhere else now. Right, like the, I think the thing is is always that I've always said is original content is king. Mm-hmm. HBO is the king of original content. Mm-hmm. They have been for years upon years upon years. Showtime made a lot of inroads, like with Weeds and with. Shameless mm-hmm. and a few other shows that they've done over the years that, like, they've kind of got up their original content game. Yeah. Stars has struggled with original content for years. Yeah, I've upon... never watched anything original off there. 
Never. I, the only thing I've ever really like it's ever they've done as an original content that really piqued my interest was um, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, I know you. Were, I remember you watched that. Yeah, but other than that, I can't yeah. name an, any other show that they had that was original. Now I do know on, on Stars what Outlander is very very popular, mm-hmm. but other than that, like they've never had anything else that's like had a decent run where you say. That's a pop culture changing show. Right. HBO shits out pop Excuse culture me. changing shows yeah, on a regular does. basis. It does. It has you know, that knack. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason. But that. But now that's changed because, again, one of the things that we all... It's like, what draws you to a streaming service? Well, in all honesty, now it's their original content. Yeah. The, my problem is that it's spread out so much. Like, right. we got certain ones on Hulu we watch. we got certain ones on Amazon we watch. we got certain ones on Netflix we watch. Paramount. Right. Uh, um, wait, Paramount... No, CBS All Access. That's well, Paramount. Par- Paramount. Par- no. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the Peacock. You know what I mean? Like, it's spread out. It's like, why can't they all just be on one? Well, that's the problem. I mean, so now, you know, but that's the thing. Like, what's going to make me spend the money on a streaming service once well, the original content? Yeah. I can give a shit less about your library yeah, at this point. Yeah, me too. Me you too. Know, like, there, you can get anything you want right now with what we have. Right. But it's I mean, like, why do we even have cable? Except I know why we have cable. Right, but like it becomes like this interesting point of like, okay, here, here's where, like, why am I subscribing to Disney Plus? Well, it's not for the Disney movies, not even for the Marvel and Star Wars movies. I have all of those yeah, on DVD. Exactly, exactly. It, what it's actually for is the Mandalorian. Yeah. It's for Loki. It's yeah. for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's for that original content that I can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Why do I insist on we keeping Netflix? Well, because there's original shows on there that I want to watch, like Lost in Space and Stranger Things. Like, you know, there's original content on all of these. That I kind of like. I'm invested in to a certain extent. Like, Paramount Plus, the Star Trek shows. Right. You know? The, so there's things that I'm like... The only one that I, we subscribe to, that like, I subscribe to just for you, was Hulu. Yeah. And I that bundled in with Disney Plus. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. like, the only... I didn't start using Hulu until, like, recently to watch... Stargate Atlantis. Oh, I got sucked into Hulu the minute you subscribed to it. Yeah, because you wanted to watch King of the Hill, and there was other shit you yeah. wanted. That's and... where you can get Bob's Burger. And... Right. And, uh, but, I mean, there was a lot of stuff I found on there that I didn't know was on there, like uh, My So-Called Life and Freaks and Geeks and uh, Hey Dude and stuff right. like that. I was like, wow, this is on here, too? But, like, other uh, than, like, okay, like, right now I'm watching it for Stargate Atlantis, but, like, I got to look and see, like, what is their original content? Right. Like I, I know yeah. what I what I think Hulu's the home of the hand handmaid's tale. Well, that doesn't interest me. But I know that's a highly regarded show. Like what other original content do they have to offer that I would find interesting? Mm-hmm. You know, um but so outside of like orig- like the Stargate shows that I'm watching I mean like anything else, like I, I you know, Peacock, like the only we get Peacock for free because we're Comcast subscribers. Right, right. But, like, it's like, well, what's the interest to me with that? Well, I like going back and watching the old wrestling stuff. Right, yeah. Yes. You know, um, I like, you know, Stone Cold has that, the Broken Skull Sessions. He just did one with Mick Foley. He's doing another one, uh, I think, tonight. They release it with uh, Kevin Nash. Why? Well, I, I got to sit down and watch both of those. Yeah. You know, um, it show, it's shit like that that draws me to Peacock. Well, right. now, 
Now you're telling me, if you know, in four months upon after release, the exclusive home of that of their of Universal's content is going to be Peacock. Well, now you got a leather hook into me. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, like that that is something where like you know because there are movies like like F nine. Right. I'm not going to go see a theater. I was right. waiting for it to come on HBO. Well, yeah. You know. Right. When F10 comes out, it won't be on HBO. It'll be on Peacock. Yeah, right. Or it'll exactly. be on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how the like the the board is constantly changing on what we want for entertainment or how we're going to get our entertainment. And like, like you know, I said like at the beginning of this, like we talk about a lot the demise of the movie theater and how we're hoping that gets avoided and how can it be avoided because right. we love the movie going experience but I also understand why people are just like fuck it I'll just watch it at home well now here's something else that was a childhood staple of mine the premium channel right. yeah. that may be going away well, because of streaming services would there other than the premium channel would there be any reason why not to subscribe to cable anymore other than what your local news, <laughs> which you can get online. Well, I, in all honesty, I think the biggest reason I'm still holding on to the to cable is <coughs> football season. Like, and I know people will tell me, like, well, we just throw up an antenna and you can get your local channels. Well, you know, Sometimes I like watching a game on ESPN, you know, right. something out of my market, you know. Right. Um, sometimes I like watching an NFL game that's like on Monday Night Football that's out of market, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, but like Monday Night Football, unless it's a Steeler game, you don't get it. Um, occasionally when I have like a, a day off and they're on, I like watching the Penguins when they're on. Occasionally, I have a day off, and I really want to depress myself. I'll watch a pirate game. You know, it, it, those are things that once you cut the cord, you don't get any longer. Right. So it's like this thing of like, I'm I'm holding on to that, mm-hmm. just because you know, of like stuff like that, and like even then, like somebody will probably tell me like, well, you know, you. If you got the Disney package, I mean, you have ESPN Plus, which means you're going to watch Monday Night Football anyway. There, there are a lot of things that come into this, and I don't know. It's, a, it's just it's one of those things where it's the comfort of still having cable. Like, if, if it came down to it, you know, we could, we could, I'd be more comfortable getting rid of all the streaming services before I would cable. Right. And that's, in all honesty, that, that's just the old person in me. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, it probably it would make more sense to cut the cord and to keep the streaming services than it would to keep cable. But there's like that part of me that's just like you have to have cable. Right. Yeah. No, I get. Believe me, I understand that. Yeah. Oh, believe me, I'm not complaining. Right. right. No, I understand that. I'm, I mean, there's a lot of shows on cable that even if it is streamed, you have to wait the next day to see it. Right. Like, I don't know how I would... I, I guess I'm... I'm sure there's a way to stream, like, AEW Wrestling. I'm sure there is. I just don't know how. And... 
you know, I would, that's something like, I enjoy that on Wednesday nights. Like, I, like that's like my break from like, everything else I'm watching is like, Wednesday nights I sit down and I watch wrestling. You know? So, it's, it's weird shit like that. That yeah. it's like, I, yeah. since I don't know how I'd find it anywhere else, or would there be another streaming service I have to subscribe to, like Fight For or something, to be able to watch AEW Dynamite? Right. It's not worth the effort. Yeah. You know? I get that. Yeah. I understand. But I, it's I, just a hypothetical question. I wasn't right. saying we should. Well, no. No, because it's like, it's something I do think about. Yeah. Because it's like, right now, it's like funny, like, our cable box. I use it more for going to a streaming service than I do for actually yeah, watching something cable. on TV. And I think to myself, well, I've got the fucking Amazon stick, which has all the same shit on it. Why am I bothering with cable? Yeah, but we, then there will be something I'll be like, fuck, I probably wouldn't be able to stream this. When you got smart TVs, you don't even need the stick. Right. Yeah, I don't know. You would come up with one. You'd be like, God oh, damn it. Yeah. So, I mean, you that, would that, have to sit down and go through everything just so you don't. And that's insane because it's just entertainment. It's not a necessity. Right. But at the same time, that there is like a part of me that. There's just there's a part of me that says I have to have cable. Yeah. And it's dumb. I know it. I know there are people like Ian who's cut the cord and Stork who's cut the cord and a few other people who are going to tell me you're holding on to something you really don't need. Right. But there's a part of me that's like, yeah, you, you do. You need yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. You have to have this. Yeah, and you don't. It's not like if I cut it, I can't get it back. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this, it's just this weird part of me that, that just it holds on to it. Right. It's nostalgic. I don't think it's nostalgic. It's just it's like it's it, nostalgic. It's this thing that just it's like well you have to have you just have to have, to have TV. TV is cable. Right. Yeah. T- and TV. That's what we're programmed to think. Right. That's you know that's just how I think. Like I you know. Like, I don't know. Like, I know in Elizabeth, if we had cut the cord, I couldn't have watched Steeler games because right. I can't get Nothing. an antenna signal there. That's what you would have to worry about this house because all the, the, there's trees all except right there, but then you have that house. Right, but if I put an antenna, like, on the on the front porch. Uh, or an antenna on the front roof where the dish, the, the direct TV dish was right. for whoever lived here. right. Like I'm, I'm sure I could probably get a pretty decent signal, yeah. as compared to an Elizabeth, because of we're cl- we're more in the valley than we are, or up out of the valley. I, like in Elizabeth, we were just surrounded by hills. Yeah. Like we were in an odd spot where, like, I know and the TV the signal just ran over us. Right. You know, so I think we're we're being a better spot compared to that, but at the same time, it's just. Well, that's how we ended up with AT&T, because it was the only damn uh, cell phone that we could get there at the time, remember? No, no other signal. Would, like, Cricket sucked. Verizon sucked. Well, also, the we, only two I had. we ended up with AT&T because they were the only provider of an iPhone at the time. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of years ago. How long have we been with AT&T? Ten years. And say almost as long as I've had my original email address. Yeah, <laughs> it's been at least ten years because I mean, we got. I want to say we got the second generation. It's, it's been like ten or it's been like maybe eleven or twelve years because we got like the second generation iPhone. That's where we started. 
with like the iPhone 3G. I still, I still have all my original iPhones. Yeah. All sitting up there. So. Turn them in my ass. I'll keep them. Thank you. So it's amazing how they, I, I mean, how that's progressed. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and dip our toe in the old mailbag. Oh, boy. Mailbag! And as always, we have an email from our good friend, Superfan Thad. No. You don't say. Yes, as always. <laughs> and Thad writes in, Hello, my two favorite competitive ears, Sean Crazy Legs Moon and Ian Heavy D Bellamy. Joey Chestnut does it again. 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's bun and all. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All that gluten. (laughs) All that gluten. (laughs) (laughs) That's my concern. I just would not want to be anywhere near Joey Chestnut's (laughs) hotel room the next morning. Oh, my God. You know, the smells that came out of there had to have been. 10 minutes? 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes, yeah. I couldn't eat two of them in 10 minutes with the bun. You know what a slow eater I am. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a lot of wieners in his mouth. Well, did, was that the world record then? Or? Yeah, it's the world record, yeah. Oh, wow. He broke his own world record. Of uh, 75? I think it was 74, but yeah. Oh, he had to up himself by two. Yeah. Good for you, Mr. Who? Joey Chestnut. Mr. Chestnut. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well, well done. Yeah, well well done, you gluttonous bastard. <laughs> the worst part is that guy is skinny. Like those competitive eaters, like you think like they're like big people. No, they're not. No, they're 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 not. Yeah. And a lot of them are Asian. And a few yeah, he he's not. He's Well, I didn't think with that name, but no. I've seen a few Asian ones yeah. that are like toothpicks. Yeah. And you're like, where where is this food going? Yeah. Um, I think the wing champion is always a bigger guy. Maybe. Yeah. Damn, Loki is getting good. Do you expect expect to see Kang in the finale? I do. You heard it here first. Um, Kang the Conqueror. Uh, I don't know, Thad. I'll wait and see. Since Platypus went to the beach this week, I got bored and dressed up in her clothes. I even tricked Sean. I was at Big Rig's barbecue and I was talking to Sean. He let me put my hand on his leg and I whispered into his ear, I have some brisket between my legs. Want to see? Well, first off, yuck. Don't want to see that brisket. Uh, and two, I did not go to Big Rig's this week. I have a feeling this is not the first time that Thad has dressed up in women's clothing. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Halloween either. No, I'm not talking about Halloween either. I, I think this is... Uh... <laughs> he says that with way too much ease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, something tells me Thad has uh, traipsed around the house. Uh... Oh, I have no doubt he has his own panty door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where he hides his dildos. <laughs> Come on. Go and save our souls. <laughs> Indeed. Guess what we did last weekend? 
No, no, I did not go over to Tim's house and put a dog turd pie in his mailbox. And no, I did not go over to Ian's and pretend I was Santa and, and pooped down his chimney. Platypus and I popped our cherries on the steel curtain at Kennywood. Wow, that was an amazing ride. Super smooth. Just like my balls. Wait, is this the new yellow and black one or the yeah. new blue? The yellow and black. Yeah, the steel, the steeler ride. You, you, a few years ago it opened. Last year, I think. Or two years ago, maybe. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah. Because you can see it. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. It, it's where the, the um, log jammer used to be. Oh. Oh. They took away the log jammer? Yes. I haven't been... I know, you're not big on Kennywood News, but yeah, they, the, they took out the log jammer and replaced it with a steel... Like, they created this whole steeler section of Kennywood now, and the, the big attraction is this roller coaster. Aw. Yeah. Aw, I like the log jammer. It's a good ride. I can only go on water rides, so they yeah. take one away. I'm limited. Not yeah. that I would ever go to Kennywood again. I'm just saying. Right. On the other hand, Platypus is not fair so well. She, nah, I'm not going to get into that. Thank you. Um, well, I'm glad you, you, you broke your cherry and finally got to ride the, the new coaster. Um, well, does he describe how it was? He just says it was a fun ride? He, he, he gets in the Platypus and some bathroom problems. Let's just leave it at that. On the ride? I, oh, that had to be terrible for I, her. I don't know. Oh, um, oh it's not, de- he that's not he, detailed. He doesn't detail that, but he insinuates. Oh, well, yeah. I hope I hope it all worked out. Yeah. In the right location. Right. We've all been there. <laughs> well, uh, not on a roller coaster ride. No. I have been there in other places. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, can't, I could imagine being on a roller coaster and, oh, man, that poor woman. Yeah. That's fear. Uh, that's like a whole other fear other than being on a roller coaster. Yeah. It, you know. Um, it's time for America's new, new, new favorite segment. What is Tim's wiener up to? This week, Tim sent me a picture of his wiener, and you'll never guess what he did. Wait, is this still Thad's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Tim, super fan of Otter. Mm-hmm. He, he he has an a, a, a adoption. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make, bring up the speed so you don't think he's talking about his dick. No, no, I remember Wiener Dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I knew what you meant. Okay, just making sure. I know with that it's kind of you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I well, that, when that, he said Tim, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah it, the Wiener it, Dog because it, it's full of double entendres. And I don't want you to think oh, this I is Tim actually out. doing this. Yeah. I would hope you would think better of me. Tim took his Wiener to a beauty pageant. Wow, Tim's wiener looks cute in that little dress. <laughs> Tim's wiener won first place for prettiest wiener. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't think so. I think this is Thad making shit up. Okay. Congratulations to Tim's tiny wiener. Tune in next week to see what Tim's wiener is up to. <laughs> I kind of like that little tidbit. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Right, we get that every week. <laughs> well, what was he up to last week? I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I remember one week Tim took it to church, and there were a number of priest jokes that I just found oh. inappropriate. Huh. Well, let me know next week what's going I'll, on. I'll keep you abreast of the situation. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. Time to go. 
Platypus is coming back today, and I need to replace your lipstick. I don't want her catching me playing dress up again. Ah, something tells me she already knows yeah. that. Something tells me she encourages it. Yeah. She shops for both of them in the ladies section. That's a possibility. <laughs> I'd stop at Lane Bryant. <laughs> you know. By the way. <laughs> That's, that, that is so horrible to say. Well, here's it the thing. It was even more horrible than I laughed at it. Here's the thing, though. Like, the last time we're, like you went to Lane Bryant. People don't need to know that I shop at Lane Bryant's. But... You took me in there. Well, I needed your help. Well, I can't remember with what you needed. I, I, yeah, I, there was something I needed your help with. Okay, I don't... But then you're going through the underwear drawers. I told you to go sit down on the couch. There was no couch. There's always a couch in Lane Bryant's. Yeah, it was over by the dressing room. I was even... I'm not going to sit over there. That's even creepier. But here's the problem. As a big man in a large women's store... Guess who's getting looks? Especially <laughs> as with a woman. Especially with you going, well, doesn't that look nice? Don't you you like that? And I'm like, ah. They have really cute, comfortable underwear for big women. Okay, that's great. I shouldn't be in this fucking store. You could have told me if it was nice or not. Jeez. I, or I could have sat in the car and waited for you. I needed your help. I don't remember with what you were returning something. I can't remember. I don't know either, but... There was a reason I took you in that store. There was a reason, and I don't remember what it was, but I tell you this much. I wanted to leave quickly. But I wouldn't have took you in there unless there wasn't a reason, because I know it's not a comfortable situation. And then on top of it, I have never seen in my life where you just keep underwear in a drawer for you to go through. Like, how does that work? You open up the drawers, and you sift through them for your size. You already see the style. You're just looking for the size. Ah. That shit should be packaged and hung. Well, you can't because it's five for whatever, 30 and I, you're picking your own five out. I don't like this idea. This was very... Like, I'm, I'm used to buying my underwear in like packages of three or five. Well, believe it or not, women's underwear comes in all different shapes, sizes, and looks. Like, you know... There's regular underwear, there's thong underwear, there's high-cut underwear, there's low-cut underwear. There's all kinds of underwear out there, and you got to keep them like that, or, or else you get lost. Yeah, I was very uncomfortable with the entire situation. I'm just letting you know now. I can't buy underwear that's in a package, I hate to tell you that. Unless I had it ordered online and delivered at my door. Okay. Which well, I have done that. Well. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that men's underwear comes pre-packaged, and you just... Order. No, Sean, your underwear comes prepackaged. Men, what what store sells men's underwear like that? I have never, ever in my life seen underwear, men's underwear. Oh, I'm sure somewhere in Hollywood or you know Gucci, where Jared Leto's shops, they're all in drawers too. I doubt it. I'm going to investigate this. You you do that. Uh, and I will write into the show. You you do that because I can damn near guarantee you. That men's underwear you just buy in bulk. I'm going to look it up. What the other side of the country is doing. Just like these weirdos who buy like one pair of socks at a time. Buy a six pack. What's wrong with you? What if you just need one for like a business meeting or something? Buy a six pack. 
Oh if I need God. seven pairs of socks to get through a week, I buy two six-packs. Well, that I can't believe because you've never had more than fucking seven pairs of socks. I have nine right now. Oh, God. Yeah. Where did the other two come from? I had I had purchased a package. What happened to the ones that were the difference? They get lost. Oh, God. <laughs> they get lost. So at some point. From where? From the bedroom to the basement back to your bedroom? At, at, some, point, at some point, I had 12 pairs of socks. <laughs> I am down to nine. I've lost three pair. Well, look at me. I want to wear your socks. I got my own sock right. issue going on. I'm just saying, this is how life works. I know, because I have like maybe 100 pairs of socks up there right now. Okay. I, I, I have nine pairs of socks. I have seven pairs of underwear. Oh I have one pair of shoes. I'm not even this is how, how, how you live. I'm not even going to tell you this how many pairs of underwear I have. This is how I can ensure my clothes get cleaned on a weekly basis. But you know me. I change my socks like twice a day. You're a weirdo. I am not a weirdo. I just, when I don't feel comfortable in my socks, I change them. Okay, whatever. It's like if you didn't feel comfortable because you spilled something on your shirt, would you not fucking change your shirt? Not really, no. I just ride it out. So I only have enough t-shirts to get through the week. See, you're not the normal one. See, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. We're normal. You're not. I got enough clothing to get through the week. That's all I need. <laughs> and don't throw, don't throw a dinner out at them. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. Because then you have to do laundry a day ahead of time. and That throws them all off, man. You're like, can we not have up. that delivered and eat at home? Yeah. That fucks everything up. <laughs> We need you to get changed. What do you mean? I don't get changed. I have picked out my yeah. outfit. Yeah, don't you remember when I wanted to go out to eat? And I was like, are you going out to eat now? And you were like, that's what I'm wearing today. And I'm like, but you can't go to this restaurant wearing sweatpants. I have chosen my attire for the day. <laughs> no, this is probably the third thing I've had on today. Yeah, this is the first thing I wore today. <laughs> After my shower and I got <laughs> dressed, this is exactly this what it. I said to myself. This is what I will wear for the entire day. This is the third shirt and pants I've had on. My second pair of underwear, my second pair of socks. Okay, well. <laughs> and I will have all new again when I get my shower. Now, good for you. <laughs> is there anything to add to the proceedings there? No, no. All right. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, you can send us an email like Thad does each and every fucking week. Wasn't he, was he the only one to write in? Yes. Oh, how boring. No. That's how it has been lately. Stork, Stork will respond to things during the sh- like as he list, He'll live listen to the show and he'll live tweet. Like, how so, do you live listen? Like, so, well, like... Li- li- He'll live tweet the show, which means like as he's uh, listening to the show, I get the he, live tweet. Not yeah, the live he listen. will then tweet his thoughts as to yeah. what you know. Instead uh, of blogging, he tweets. Yeah, he's a Twitter and a tweeter. Unfortunately, Otter doesn't write it as often. He doesn't feel he has much to say, and also you know um, he's a very busy man. Aren't we all? Fed on the other hand. Yeah, has nothing but time on his hands. Say, apparently he has nothing but time. Nothing but time. Nothing but time. <laughs> Lucky for you. Yeah. Thank thank goodness he provides that extra little bit of content we need. 
But you can send us that email at pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. We're very easy to find. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. And remember, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Just give them a Google search and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, our fine listeners, for checking us out each and every week and taking this extraordinary journey through time and space and through the underwear drawer of Lane Bryant's. <laughs> we can't thank you enough for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, the dreamer has awakened. See ya.